Hi. Hello. That's not going to be near. Mine was so loud just now. They probably didn't even hear you. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Why don't you give them a old smoker's cough for the. <laughs> Ouch. I didn't mean to actually try. Goodness gracious. Rachel's sick. This is the second episode of our 36 part series about. Uh, <laughs> Wow, I said 36 because I had 36 questions on the mind. Uh, Rach and I are going through questions that like people should ask each other before having a child. And we're doing it in this forum instead of actually talking to each other about it. We've already skipped some questions that are going to need to take uh, a couple of shouting at each other conversation. I'm just kidding. We're pretty in agreement with most stuff, but yeah. we're just going through it. So I'm guessing what Rachel would answer to a lot of these questions and then she's going to do the same for me eventually. Um, but we left off where we talked about Rachel's spoiling of a child is going to be uh, super conditional. Um, it's going to depend on how awake she is. <coughs> There's the old cough that we know and love. Get your elbow out of here. Really? You have like six pillows and I'm literally dangling off of the bed here and yet you still feel like you're more important than me and need your elbow to be exactly where my arm is. Gosh, so now I have to move. I'm just trying to get comfortable. For any of those people listening that aren't married, um, there we go. this is exactly why you shouldn't get married. Um, just kidding. It's, it's wonderful, especially in a pandemic. Go for it. It's great. Love it. Marriage is fun. Yeah, for the person that gets the hog of the bed. Me. But I'll still like being married even if I get the hog of the bed. I don't know if that's true. What? Seriously? That is such a big part of your life is sleep. <laughs> and you always have at least three-fourths of the bed. I do not. Um, How can I show, gra show you gratitude when I'm a sleep-deprived zombie? This bending is... towards resentment. Ooh, that's a good question. So, am I answering how you would show me gratitude or what? I guess I should probably answer what you think would be good should that I, I would do to you. Or am I starting to answer what I think you would say? No, because we're not done with all the questions yet. Okay. Might as well, because there's a lot of other ones that you'll want to guess for me that are up, up here. Yeah, that's true. You know? Yeah. Um, I think give, letting you sleep is going to be one of the best ways that I can help you with that. But also just being patient and not telling you when and if you're wrong. Because mm. I know that's something that bugs you. Yeah. I feel like I did a really good job on the baby moon, like not being like trying to be the person that's always right. Uh -huh. Like I just was there for you when you were feeling sick. Yeah. And tried to make you feel comfortable. Yeah. I think doing that, the more I can do that and just be helpful, the better off you're going to be. Yeah. And then we went to the doctor's appointment. You were right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I should have listened to you. My gosh. It was the listeners. 
Rachel is the worst patient I am. ever. She's a wonderful nurse. I'll fully admit I'm a bad patient. She's a terrible patient. First thing that happens when she gets stuffed up, first of all, she's like acting like she's dying in yeah. the bed. <laughs> Let it be known for the record that one of our very first dates was almost ruined by this horrible, oh, yeah. horrible <laughs> disease of the stomach that they call gas. It was hot. That hurt. Gas pain hurts. Yeah. Most eight and nine-year-olds are able to get over it. (laughs) But our date was almost completely derailed. But thankfully, we stopped at a Walgreens and got Mm -hmm. Gas-X because Rachel's pain tolerance is incredibly high. Said no one ever. Yeah, it's not. But basically, she gets sick, and I'm like, hey, how about Mucinex? Because you're complaining about not being able to breathe. Mm -hmm. Um. And she's like, nope, don't want it, can't have it. Also, I hate blowing my nose. I do. It's disgusting. And so I'm just going to take NyQuil and DayQuil. You know, that thing that only acts as something to make you drowsier and help you sleep. Um, yeah, and lozenges to help with her nose being stuffed up. I took some I took a lot of emergency to try to boost my immune system. All of it was stupid. None of it worked. Nope. And so then we go to the doctor yeah, and an the medical doctor immediately professionally prescribed Mucinex. And she gave me a Z pack and that is magic. <laughs> There are a few things more validating than giving <laughs> a medical opinion and then having that exact opinion said word for word from a medical doctor not yeah. a few days after. Especially one that like I'm like kind of friends with and colleagues because we work together. <laughs> so I could have just texted her and uh, yeah, I didn't. I just made myself suffer. I know. I deserve it. You didn't make yourself suffer near as much as you made me suffer. Because <laughs> I did not sleep on this baby moon. No. Uh, I did not sleep the nights leading up to the baby moon. This was um, the night before. That was bad. Okay. But you're right. Anyway. That's how I can show gratitude when you're a sleep-deprived zombie is just, even though I'm right, that's what I can actually do is when you are worried about something, forcing you to talk to someone who I know will share my opinion, but that isn't me, (laughs) so that you'll listen to them. And I also won't be the one telling you, so you won't be mad at me. Uh, What's an appropriate punishment or consequence for a child hitting you? How would we approach discipline on our family? Um, your answer, what is an appropriate punishment or consequence for a child hitting you is you hit them back. <laughs> <coughs> with equal or more force than with which they hit you. Um, no, I mean, we've talked a little bit about discipline, but that's going to have to be a see how the child reacts type situation um i think every child's different yeah like 
some child some children you have to hit harder than others <laughs> some have to spend a longer amount of time in dexter's crate um we're not gonna hit our kids ladies and gents no. we're only gonna hit them with a sick high five and make them feel embarrassed at their high school dance <laughs> that's what we're gonna do we're gonna hit him with a bunch of dad jokes oh my gosh <laughs> I mean, this is kind of a dad joke, using the word hit in that way. <laughs> um, I don't know. You and I talk like it's going to be fun to take away. Well, they won't have a phone at that age, but hitting is an interesting one. Yeah. What would you, what, how would you discipline a hitting child? I would start with a timeout or like a no, that kind of thing. Wear spiky clothing so the next time they hit you, it hurts. <laughs> it hurts them. <laughs> Become a cactus. Yeah. Then, you know, like taking stuff away, having other consequences. Trying to make the consequence equal to the, um, the action that they did. Yeah. You know, trying not to, like, make things seem like the end of the world when it's kind of a small thing. But then if it's a big thing, you know, also kind of making the consequence match the the problem because i read about that like if you have the same consequence for everything it diminishes it diminishes the consequence yeah Yeah. i think we'll just have to see what we're open to a lot of different things yeah it'll be a trial and error thing we're open to so many different layers and levels of discipline yeah. We can't wait to discipline. I'm scared. I'm terrified. Well, we'll talk about that on my session, I guess. But Will we be the kind of family that can talk about farts? Uh, your answer, yes. we're going to have to because you fart all the time. <laughs> right? I mean, that's pretty plain and simple. Let's see. Ooh, do you want to talk about this one? This Ooh. one's polarizing. Yeah. Potentially. What are some of the things, messages, behaviors, beliefs you learned from your parents that you would like to keep? And what are some you'd like to change, do better, or different? Um, they won't be Ohio State fans. Hey. That's in your mind. Your words. I'm no. Right. <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. A lot of the religious values I'm sure you want to keep. Um, this is me, of course, guessing for Rachel. Um, manners. I mean, you lost those a long time ago, but just around you. Okay. <laughs> See question 24 about farts. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. A lot of the like manners, kind of biblical ways of living, I think are things that you're going to want to keep. Um, maybe some of the strictness you'd want to take away potentially. So yeah, a certain amount of that. Yeah. That's my guess. Yeah. I want to continue the tradition of working hard. Or hardly working, am I right? (laughs) No, working hard. My arm is killing me. Get your elbow out of my spot. (laughs) Uh, No, my parents... Tangling off this bed. My parents worked so hard. My mom raised all six of us. My dad worked really hard to support all six of us. And I want to keep that going. 
and yeah having a strong faith and foundation I think is huge my parents did a really good job of that different things things I want to do differently there's a lot I there's quite a bit I want to do differently than my parents did but we'll just kind of have to see how less living in Ohio yeah that's one of them where I'm not living in Ohio so would you say like going to the next question what is the thing you most hope to replicate from your own upbringing is probably that same thing hard work yeah yeah sweat on your brow (laughs) elbow grease I want to pass on elbow grease to my children (laughs) that's genetic That was very humorous of you. (laughs) Good one. Uh, What role... Wait, that's the same one, right? No. What role do you see your parents playing in our lives after the baby is born? Well, they're moving in. Grandparents. Hmm? My parents. Yeah, they're moving in. No, they're not. Well, your mom's going to be down here to help take care of the baby. Yeah, my mom will be down here for a little bit. Built-in babysitters, I think is what you would say. Oh, my parents are, they're great grandparents. Well, no, they are grandparents, but they're really good at being grandparents. Get it? They're not great grandparents yet. Uh-huh. I get it. But, not a good joke. Bad joke, some would say. Um, yeah, they're just, they're good at being grandparents. They've got practice. That's not the question, but we'll we'll move on to the next one. That's okay. a pretty bad answer. Uh, what are the things that you imagine you would be unwilling to give up or change about yourself, even for your children, even for me? Well, you don't change at all for me, so we'll we'll <laughs> cross that one out. <laughs> give me that look. <laughs> you still have your elbow in that spot, even though I have explicitly stated how much pain my arm was in and yet you were unwilling to move your arm i'll move my arm thank you my goodness that's so much better except now it's on my arm which is the exact thing i didn't want at the beginning um i don't think there's much that you would be unwilling to give up i know one thing you've talked about is you don't particularly love the idea of giving up on your career just yet yeah you still want to at least entertain the idea of going back to work um, when you have one kid, two kid, red fish, blue fish. Right. But I think career is one thing that you don't necessarily want to give up. You have talked about it and you've thought about it, but luckily I'm not going to force you to do that ever. Um and then, I mean, just a lot of your values. I mean, I know you're not going to give up and change on them, but there's, I mean, there's probably a lot of things that are going to come into question when we do have kids. And I have a feeling you're going to be pretty flexible, maybe more flexible than, you know, coming so. into a marriage and stuff. Yeah. And it's just different. Yeah. The career one's definitely something, yes, that I don't, I'm not quite ready to give up yet. Who after the baby comes out, I might be like, peace out to work. You know what I mean? But at this point, like, I don't know. I worked hard for my degree. I like what I do. I want my kids to know that 
you know, they have a mom who is educated and can support them if anything were to happen to you. But that might change. Like, I might just, like, fall in love with being a mom and not want to go back to work at all. So that's up in the air. Or you might hate it. You'll go back full time and then... (laughs) I'll be a stay-at-home dad. (laughs) Which you would love. I would love. (laughs) That's not the plan, but... (coughs) And gross. Um, How would the class identity of our child compare to the one that you had growing up? How do you feel about meeting the expectations or disappointments that come with that? I don't know. I think it's pretty similar. Like socioeconomic status and stuff? Middle class. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just kind of like what we grew up as. Be about the same. Yeah. You know, I think we're in good, I think you and I are in pretty good standing. So, you know, but I think one of the, one of the things that we've really talked about is we want, we want our kids to be successful um, with what they have and we don't want to spoil them rotten either. So, yeah. I think my parents should be similar. Yeah, I think my parents did a good job of that in some respects. Like, um, I think my parents, like, I didn't realize how well off my parents were until I was like out of the house, really. And until they kicked you out of the house. No, I moved out on my own. But like, that's what they all say. <laughs> no, I think my parents did a good job of like supporting me but also you know making sure that I knew how to take care of myself and that they weren't always gonna be there to oh they aren't I don't know what am I trying to say uh nothing helpful for the podcast so we're gonna move on to the next (laughs) question ouch you're getting tired that's why that's why I'm pushing through here okay uh, what difficulties from it? And this one we can talk more about after the podcast if it gets too deep. But what difficulties from your own childhood are you quietly in the back of your mind trying to fix by not raising children who are not suffering? Oh my gosh, that's a horrible way to end the wording of that question. But yeah. basically, what difficulties from your own childhood are you in the back of your mind kind of trying to just fix? in raising this kid without bringing it to the forefront and saying like, I'm against this. There's like things in the back of your mind. I think there's probably just like a lot of little things from your childhood that you're like, I don't know if I want my kid to go through that. Yeah. I don't know what those are. This one I'm kind of stumped on, but I mean, the things that come to mind for me would be like, my parents had super high expectations for the six of us. And while I want to have high expectations for my kids, I don't want them to think that those expectations are conditional or like my love is conditional on them meeting those expectations. It is, but you don't want them thinking Ooh. that. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I had to get you to laugh. You're like practically falling asleep right now. No, I'm not. You're getting close. No. But that's a, that's a big one. Like, Here, I can wake you up. <laughs> oh, gosh. I regret doing that. I need to add that sound. 
to my soundboard. I'm gonna have your snoring, <laughs> your coughing, and whatever the heck that was. Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. That's how I feel at this point of pregnancy. Yeah. She feels exactly <laughs> like Leslie Allen Jordan. Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. Because yep. in a couple hours, I will be full term. Cool. 37 weeks. That's a big one. That's For good. those of you that also don't know what that term means or meant, that does not mean that her due date is tomorrow. That does not mean that she is going to pop tomorrow. That would be cool if I did, though. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> I'm not ready. Can't happen tomorrow. Um, How did your parents divide parenting responsibilities, like sick days, snow days, or washing the dishes? How would we want to change that? Well, you hate washing <laughs> dishes, so you want me to wash the dishes. I have done most of the dishes since we bought our house. Um. I don't know. Is it safe to say that your dad was kind of breadwinner and your mom took care of the home and the kids? That would be very accurate. Yes. I would say my parents divided that on, um, oh my gosh, words. My mom did all of that. She was home on sick and snow days and washed the dishes and cooked and cleaned and was very much a homemaker. And my dad Went to work and came home. And that's about it. Well, my dad took us. They would all always be at our games. And my dad coached and stuff. But, yeah. As far as around the house, my mom was the man. <laughs> and uh, you want to change that by you want to do all of the dishes, all of the cooking, and be the breadwinner. That's the change. No. Mm -hmm. No. I want the home stuff to be more even um next question what if we have a kid and it's not great will we feel like we ruined our lives it's gonna be great and i don't think you'll think we ruined our lives by having a child agreed yeah. cool who's the person who strongly influenced your view about the reality of family life or parent-child relationships i know you look up to your brother a lot yeah my brother matt him and his wife do such a good job with their kids. Well, and you look up to a lot of your siblings, just kind of how, yeah, that, like for relationships, like for you and I, and then also for relationships with their kids. For sure, like for sure, for sure. No, the being the fifth of six kids, I have my oldest nephew is thirteen, so I've seen how my siblings and their spouses have raised their kids and gone about parenting and I like to glean stuff from that but also do my own thing at the same time our own thing <laughs> Rachel's not a control freak at all <laughs> uh, let's see what do you think about couples counseling we've done it you're in favor love it individual counseling you're hesitant, I'd say, but couples counseling, we're all in. I would, I should go to counseling. I think counseling and therapy is great for everybody in every circumstance. I just don't take advantage of my own advice. I don't listen to it. You also don't listen to mine. Yeah. 
<laughs> re Mucinex conversation from <laughs> earlier this episode. Uh, how do we plan to stay connected? Uh, Wi-Fi. <laughs> so connected to you, I could be your Wi-Fi. It's a good song. Yep, and it's a good song. Um, imagine it's 20 years from now and we're sitting in the same spot talking about our child. What would that conversation be like? Let's act it out. Um, we don't need to necessarily act it out. You're already close because in 20 years, if you keep smoking as many cigarettes as you <laughs> are smoking, you're going to sound like this constantly. <laughs> Well-timed cough. Um, I don't know. The conversation would be very different because it's currently 1039. So there's no way that we're going to be awake at that point. Um, I don't know. I would like to think that we will look back on it and enjoy. Got a new camera so we can take pictures of said child and uh, look back on a lot of those memories fondly. Uh, Rachel loves looking back on pictures of Dexter when he was little. Dude, he's so cute. So that's... Uh, the camera was definitely a good investment. You're going to be looking back on that a lot, but yeah, I don't know. I think for you, you'll probably be excited to look back and have conversations like this. So I think you'd probably want to make time to have those. I think it'll be really cool to like almost listen back on these podcasts. That's where you're wrong. No, it'll be so cool. Cause it's like a, like looking back on a baby book or something like, We'll yeah, a baby 20 book years where from now when we're older and hopefully wiser, we might look back on us now and be like, wow, we had no idea what we were getting into. <laughs> or <laughs> we'll look back and be like, all right, I feel like we were pretty prepared, which I doubt. I feel like it'll be the former, but it'll just be cool to see how we've grown in our marriage <laughs> and It'll just be nostalgic, I think. You think? You think we're going to be nostalgic about a podcast that has a soundboard that makes this sound? <laughs> yeah. We'll look back and be like, oh, we were having so much fun. Rachel was coughing like she was dying from smoke inhalation. Yeah, those were the days. <laughs> uh, any other notes you want to add, Rachel? Um as this, uh, we've come to the end of, of your questions here and also looks to have come to the end of your uh, awakeness. I don't think Not so. Not wokeness. You're pretty woke, but... You think so? Uh-huh. No, I don't think you're woke at all, honestly. <laughs> I was going to say. You're not very woke. You have no idea what's going on in the world right now. <laughs> I have some. Yeah. The, your worldview comes from Facebook and Instagram currently. <laughs> No, no. I mean, if not Facebook and Instagram, then your nurse friends, and that's it. It's a sad reality. It's a sad reality. Yeah, my reality is this. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm very woke. I'm just excited to have a baby. We're ready for baby to get here. I'm very excited. Very ready for baby to get here. Yeah. I keep going Lord on have walks. I'm about to bust. It. Yeah, exactly. Rachel's about to bust. Yeah. Yeah, we're excited. Thanks for playing along, Rachel, and answering 
all of those questions, even though I feel like I did a great job answering for you. You did so. do a great job. I feel like a lot of these questions we've talked about. So thankfully, yeah, we weren't yeah. completely caught off guard. It'd be so embarrassing. Oh my gosh. Oh, please. I don't know what it's like to be embarrassed. That's true. Actually, that's false. Did I already tell the story on this podcast about me tripping on a shovel? What? I think I told I think I already told this on an earlier one. Um, What's another time when I was embarrassed? Have I heard this story? I don't know. People in fifth grade used to think that I had like a stutter. I love the fifth grade story about the basketball game. <laughs> oh, I've already told that one. I love that one. I've definitely already told that one. I have a lot of sad stories. There's also another story where I almost died. What? I was like an inch away from dying. My brother fouled me when I was going up to like shoot a basket just at home. Um, and it was when we had a temporary basketball hoop next to where the real hoop would go. And my head came down and I hit the grass right next to where the four screws were sticking out of the ground, the four bolts. <gasps> Oh so I missed God. I missed hitting the bolt and having that go through my head by like an inch. Oh. But that's been OK Dad Pod. Thanks, everyone. Love you so much. Bye. <laughs>